Welcome to Feast and Famine, where we ask and discuss what season are you in? In today's modern society, life seasons can change overnight. God has led me on a unique journey where I've had the opportunity to build character, develop tools and perspectives that may be a benefit if you're tuning into my channel at such a time as this. I'm glad you're here. Tap in, subscribe, share, like, and comment as I dive deep into topics, drawing contrast from biblical characters, applying their lessons more practically to our daily lives. Before we lift off, we must first bow down. Holy Spirit, let's move. This week's topic is actually an introduction where I answer the question, why the F the seven in Feast and Famine? No, I didn't forget to hit the shift button. Genesis 41, seven is the number of years that God predestined by his divine design that would ultimately lead to redemption and reconciliation. God would cause or allow seven years of feast, good times of abundance and favor, followed by seven years of famine, struggle and adversity. The Bible, and particularly Jesus' words, speaks in parables, riddle-like stories and analogies that when we allow the Holy Spirit to fellowship with us, can unlock their special meanings to us as individuals to apply them to our lives and even look back to see what we've done uh, and change our perspectives and where we've been. What I've learned and discerned from this feast and famine story, which really begins in Genesis 37 with the story of Joseph, is that in our own modern lives, seven years represents a period of time that varies based on where we are in life spiritually and mentally. Knowing what season you're in is only the beginning of the spiritual battle. The mind is a spiritual battlefield where we have the opportunity to fight the good fight against the evil one who came to still kill and destroy. Whether you realize it or not, you are in the army as a soldier of God. So we need to arm ourselves with the weapons we'll need, reference Ephesians 6.10, to thwart the schemes of the devil to prevent that spiritual battle from spilling over affecting our physical relationships with others. It is no accident you're here on this channel. I encourage you, if you've never read the Bible, Genesis 37 is the great place to start. If you're overwhelmed with starting at in the beginning. In the beginning. Even if you're not a Christian, you've heard the story of Joseph, who was sold into slavery by his ten jealous brothers. Yet, through a sequence of divine interventions, Joseph ultimately moved from the prison to the penthouse, becoming Pharaoh's right-hand man. Pause. Seriously. So many lessons can be extrapolated from this story, and when you read it, the Holy Spirit will personalize it for you. Quit. Bible. I broke my Bible. I've got the Life Application Study Bible. It was given to me as a gift many years ago, and I let it sit to collect dust um, until life circumstances caused me to open it, searching for answers. I didn't know a book could change my life. If you don't have a Bible, I recommend one like mine or similar. Uh, it helps break down some plainer language to some of the more occasionally more difficult concepts presented throughout. I also like Jesus' words lit up in red. Or simply download the Bible app where you can have it read to you. Uh, but for me, there's something more powerful of holding the actual physical pages. Um, the Life Application Study Bible also includes summaries, including traits of each main character. Sidebar on Joseph, in an upcoming episode, I'll dive deeper specifically into some of the characteristics Joseph displays throughout his story that some could consider being on the upper echelon of the narcissistic spectrum. For example, the first sentence in Joseph's summary, as a youngster, Joseph was overconfident. 
His natural self-assurance increased by being Jacob's favorite son and by knowing of God's designs on his life was unbearable to his ten older brothers who eventually conspired against him. I make no mistakes. I am perfect. I am Mr. Perfect. More on that later. So be sure to set your notifications up for the release of the episode titled Why the F Was Joseph So Narcissistic? For now, back to focusing on Joseph and the seven years of feast and famine. Let's catch up with the homie Joseph where he currently sits in prison, falsely accused of rape. But God quickly ushers him into a new season by using his gift of interpreting dreams. Genesis 41:14. So Pharaoh sent for Joseph and he was quickly brought from the dungeon. When he had shaved and changed his clothes, he came before Pharaoh. Pharaoh said to Joseph, I had a dream and no one can interpret it. But I've heard it said of you that when you hear a dream, you can interpret it. I cannot do what Joseph said, replied to Pharaoh, but God will give Pharaoh the answers he desires. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, in my dream, I was standing on the bank of the Nile. When out of the river, there came up seven cows, fat and sleek, and they grazed among the reeds. After them, seven other cows came up, scrawny and very ugly and lean. I had never seen such ugly cows in all of the land of Egypt. The lean, ugly cows ate up the seven fat cows that came up first. But even after they ate them, no one could tell that they had done so. They looked just as ugly as before. Then I woke up. In my dream, I saw seven heads of grain full and good growing on a single stalk after them seven other heads sprouted withered and thin and scorched by the east wind the thin heads of grain swallowed up the seven good heads i told this to the magicians but none of them could explain it to me then joseph said to pharaoh the dreams of pharaoh are one and the same god has revealed to pharaoh what he is about to do the seven good cows are seven years and the seven good heads of grain are seven years it is one and the same dream The seven lean, ugly cows that came up afterward are seven years, and so are the seven worthless heads of grain scorched by the east wind. They are seven years of famine. It is just as I said to Pharaoh. God has shown Pharaoh what he is about to do. Seven years of great abundance are coming throughout the land of Egypt, but seven years of famine will follow them. Then all of the abundance in Egypt will be forgotten, and the famine will ravage the land. The abundance in the land will not be remembered because the famine that follows it will be so severe. The reason the dream was given to Pharaoh in two forms is that the matter has been firmly decided by God, and God will do it soon. And now, let Pharaoh look for a discerning and wise man, and put him in charge of the land of Egypt. Let Pharaoh appoint commissioners over the land to take a fifth of the harvest of Egypt during the seven years of abundance. They should collect all of the food of these good years that are coming and store up the grain under the authority of Pharaoh to be kept in the cities for food. This food should be held in reserve in the country to be used during the seven years of famine that will come upon Egypt so that the country may not be ruined by the famine. The plan seemed good to Pharaoh and to all his officials. So Pharaoh asked them, can we find anyone like this man, one in whom is the spirit of God? Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his signet ring from his finger and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in robes of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. He had him ride in the chariot as second in command, and people shouted before him, Make way! 
charge of the whole land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, I am Pharaoh, but without your word, no one will lift hand or foot in all of Egypt. Okay. The story continues through chapter 50, which is Genesis final chapter, where Joseph reunites with his 10 brothers, new younger brother, Benjamin and his father, Jacob. So there you have it. The answer to why the F the seven in feast and famine. Tap in every week for more biblical stories contrasting perspective to modern day society. Like, comment, subscribe, and share. Feast and Famine, where we ask and discuss what season are you in? God bless. Feast and Famine. Which season are you in? Like, comment, subscribe. Feast and Famine.